Doctors have long, long wondered why breast cancer patients are more likely to see their cancer spread within the first 18 months after a lumpectomy or a mastectomy. And a new study suggests that wound healing that follows surgery may actually trigger this spread of cancer to other parts of the body. We're joined now by Dr. Brett Belchetz, who's our Global News Radio medical expert. Welcome to the show, Dr. Brett. Hi there. So, I mean, if for people listening to this, uh, what's going on? Uh, have they figured out why exactly it happens that once you get a lumpectomy that your cancer might, uh, you know, spread to other parts of your body? Well, I think we're a lot closer to understanding it now than we were before this latest study. So, you know, you're absolutely right that, you know, in the previous years leading up to this study, you know, we, we've noted on a number of occasions that it seems that rates of tumor growth and spread of tumors really do seem to accelerate after a surgery to remove those tumors. And, and you know, some of the questions were, you know, is this related to potentially, you know, as we're making the surgical incisions, we've somehow stimulated the cells, have we somehow created a pathway for those cells to spread? And nobody was really sure. And what was really interesting is, incidentally, while we were trying to figure out uh, what was happening here a few years ago, there was another study that showed, you know, retrospectively looking back, that, that women who had been given non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, we call them NSAIDs, so drugs like Advil, ibuprofen, et cetera, some of them didn't seem to be showing this effect. They actually didn't have this dramatic acceleration in tumor spread afterward. And so the natural question was, what is happening and why? And so this study that happened now, and it was done by MIT, actually really looked at this in an interesting way. And what they did is they studied mice who had tumors in one location. And rather than operating on that actual tumor, what they started doing is doing simulated surgeries on other parts of the body. And what they found is that even rats who had a surgery somewhere else on their body, not even at the site of the tumor, all of a sudden had this acceleration in the growth of the tumor and the spread of the tumor. And they started to look chemically at what was happening. And what they found is that a lot of inflammatory mediators were being released into the body as a result of this surgery that was happening somewhere in the body. And that these inflammatory mediators were acting to actually block the body's own immune system from acting properly at the site of the tumor. And one of the things that everybody needs to know is that one of the things that stops us from having tumor growth is our immune system attacking tumor cells. And so by all of these inflammatory reactions stopping our immune system from working, that's what was leading to these tumors from spreading. So in these rats, really interestingly, they actually studied saying, you know, if we give them NSAID drugs as a second stage, so these Advil, ibuprofen, a whole bunch of other drugs in that category, does it stop this from happening? And really interestingly, in the rats, when they were given this, it stopped this effect from happening. So really interesting early research. You know, mind you, it is in rats, so we haven't done this in humans yet. But really interesting research to say maybe there's something new and different we need to be doing around cancer surgeries to stop this phenomenon of increased spread from happening. So let me just see if I can get this straight and follow along. And I'm no doctor here, uh, but I'm just trying to follow along. So when you're uh, operating on someone, let's say, you know, they've got a tumor, uh, you're, you're cutting in, and then that area, while it tries to heal... Is that the area that becomes uh, inflamed? And so, uh, you know, all of the your body's defenses are now working on that area and helping it heal so that, uh, you know, cancer can go elsewhere. And uh, basically all your fighters are at one specific spot in your body and they're not paying attention to what's going on elsewhere. Is that what's going on? Slightly, slightly different from that. So what's going on is when you get that operation, there's, there's a huge amount of inflammation that's generated. Because when you think about what a surgery is, it really is a trauma to our body. Our body doesn't know the difference between a surgery and, you know, you being hit by a truck or you being stabbed. So this is a big, bad event for your body. So your body releases all these inflammatory chemicals. And, and, and they're, they're, you know, they're good. They're part of our healing process. But part of the problem with these inflammatory chemicals is they tend to impair the ability of our immune system. And so 
not the biggest deal if you're a healthy person and you're healing and you don't have cancer and you don't have anything else to worry about. But if you have a tumor and the only thing that's been stopping that tumor from growing wildly is your immune system functioning at full capacity, all these inflammatory mediators suddenly acting to stop your immune system from doing what it should be doing allow this tumor to all of a sudden grow much more than it should. So this isn't standard practice, um, anti-inflammatories, giving it to people uh, post-surgery. Do you think it'll become standard practice, or is there a problem with this? So it isn't standard practice, and many surgeons are afraid to give anti-inflammatories post-surgery because anti-inflammatories are associated with increased rates of bleeding. However, you know, net-net, I I think that when we look at the pros and cons, so how much does it actually increase the bleeding versus how much are we helping to reduce the growth of tumors, I would say net-net, this probably makes sense unless somebody has, you know, a deadly allergy to these types of drugs or, you know, they have serious problems with stomach ulcers or gastrointestinal bleeding or other reasons why they can't get these drugs. For the most part, this should be something that we should strongly consider doing for anybody who's coming out of a cancer surgery. Is this as simple as, you know, I go in for a lumpectomy and they send me home and say, make sure you're taking these aspirins? Um, almost as simple as that. Yep. Wow. That's yeah, so that's incredible. So it, it could be the difference of you, your cancer spreading uh, could yeah. be in taking aspirins or not. And that's what's so amazing about this study. And that's why I'm really glad that you're talking about it is sometimes, you know, you know, we study things in medicine and the treatments we come up with are tremendously complicated and expensive. But here and there, there are studies that just show something super simple and not expensive and something that's really easy to do that has a really big impact. And this is one of those. And so I think as a result of that, this is a really, really exciting development. Now, I know it's crucial that, you know, you do the self-breast exams, you get your, your mammograms, you know, uh, if you have dense breasts, you should be going on in for uh, an ultrasound, and it's critical to get any, any cancer out of you early, but almost, is this true that almost everyone who dies from breast cancer is not killed by in the initial tumor, but by the spread of the cancer to other parts of the body? This is true but from almost every kind of cancer, with a few exceptions. For the most part, cancer itself, the initial tumor, is usually not a deadly event. It's all of the spread everywhere else that kills you. I mean, the only exception would be, for instance, like primary brain tumors, mm-hmm. which which you know can be deadly just from their effect that in terms of squeezing on your brain inside your head. But for the most part, in other parts of your body, your body can easily accommodate the growth of one tumor, but it's all of the extra tumor that tends to grow everywhere else. That's what tends to be the deadly part of it. So this MIT study could be a game changer for us in the way we uh, deal with, you know, patients after they get lumpectomies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the biggest priority after any cancer surgery is to make sure that we got it all and to stop any spread after the surgery. So something that's this simple that can really effectively reduce the rate of growth and spread after surgery, this absolutely will be a game changer in terms of, you know, the likelihood of a good outcome after these surgeries. Well, Dr. Brett, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Have a great day. Cheers. By the way, the world's oldest known case of breast cancer, multiple uh, uh, melanoma, been discovered in the remains of mummies as far back as, uh, you know, from the pharaonic necropolis in the Egyptian city of Ashwan. That's amazing.